You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. We are here. We are live, and it's great to be back. And my apologies for missing last week. I had a really good reason, though, and I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but um, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a, we've got a lot to roll with. Um, I wanted to start out the show with a chant, Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and if you don't know what that is about yet, then you need to go look up that video. It, it, is just, it just keeps continues to bring laughter. In fact, folks, last week I was in Mexico, and I'll get into this a little bit, but I was in Mexico, and I went and was in a sports bar, and uh, they, <laughs> they just started chanting, Let's go, Brandon. I mean, in the middle of uh, just everybody having a good time and eating, and you know, a lot of them were drinking. Um, and in Mexico, folks, in Mexico, and the chant was alive and strong, let's go, Brandon. I mean, I nearly fell off on my bar stool. Um, I was laughing so hard. And it was it was great. So, if you're not familiar with it, uh, go go look uh, at the go just look up reporter. Uh, let's go, Brandon, uh, because there was a I believe a NASCAR driver who won a race, maybe his first time ever. Uh, his name was Brandon. The crowd was the the there was a journalist trying to interview him, and the crowd was at the top of their lungs. F Joe Biden, you know, and I'm not going to say it because I can't say it. It's a family show, but um, they were chanting the not so good thing Biden and uh, the reporter. I have to say she's quick on her feet because I I, I got to give her credit because I think I think what she was doing was you know she was doing the interview. She wants FaceTime. She wants to make it in journalism, make a name for herself. And by golly, you know, they're not going to be able to air something live or continue to air it when people are screaming obscenity Joe Biden. Uh, but what, so what she did was she quickly said, oh, gosh, listen, uh, oh, you can hear the chants, let's go, Brandon. And then that makes people think, you know, maybe they're saying that, but they weren't. And clear as day, they weren't. But it is hilarious. That has caught on now like wildfire. So now, I mean, just everywhere, even in Mexico, um, people are chanting, let's go, Brandon. And it just breaks out in random places, you know, of course, at the sports games and things like that. But now in restaurants, sports bars you name it uh it is randomly breaking out let's go brandon let's go brandon and 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 of course it's code for we don't like joe biden and i'm putting that nicely uh but it it is it is just hilarious it is hilarious and i actually prefer the let's go brandon code uh because there there are families at ball games and and kids and and they don't really need to hear the f word um you know some of these young kids they probably don't need to hear that and so uh i love this code now now that everyone's saying let's go Brandon because uh, that that means you know you know what Joe Biden um Show your displeasure with Joe Biden by saying, let's go, Brandon. Uh, find yourself a T-shirt. In fact, folks, I'm going to go ahead and on the air ask. Uh, I've got some great listeners all over Florida, but there's particularly great listeners in Daytona Beach. And I'm going to see if maybe they can put together a shirt that uh, says, let's go, Brandon, on the back. Uh, maybe a little on point with Victor logo on the front and on the back, let's go, Brandon. Uh, and in fact, I think I'm even going to make my own mask a little on point with victor mask that says let's go brandon on the front now i don't wear the obedience mask in uh, 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 the only place i really wear it is on the airplane uh because of thanks to uh pete buddha judge <laughs> this 
I'll get into him. Uh, I mean, this guy, I'll get into that later, but he is so in over his head. If, if This guy has no clue. What, I don't even know if he knows what de, de, the Secretary of Transportation role is or what he's supposed to be doing, but he is so far in over his head, it's laughable. And if it weren't so damaging to the country, it would be laughable. Um, but uh, but this dork has got you know the, all the airlines forcing mask wearing and the obedience mask wearing. Uh, so that's the only place I wear it. And, and um, you know, the great folks on Delta, I got to say, wonderful, wonderful people on Delta. Love them. I am a Delta snob. Um, love flying them. And unfortunately, they have to deal with forcing people to wear a mask, uh, the obedience mask. But uh, so I think I'm going to make myself a mask that says, let's go, Brandon. It's going to be great. But maybe the listeners in Daytona, if uh, if you can put together maybe a T-shirt, uh, maybe a little on point with Victor on the front and let's go, Brandon, on the back. <laughs> so but I love it. I love it because that's, uh, you know, we're not uh, harming the young, youthful ears of the youth. <laughs> by saying let's go brandon but everybody knows what let's go brandon means now so um so i love it so anyway all right folks i want to move on a little bit so the first thing i want to do before we get into news of the day and the on point with victor uh lockdown uh, lockdown <laughs> uh topic rundown uh before we get into all that i want i have to say a few things about uh um general colin powell um, he did pass away uh, this weekend, and uh, look, th- this guy. If, if you're not familiar with General Powell, you know, look him up. Um, and I don't, I don't care where you are on politics. Um, General Colin Powell might not have been your favorite Republican. Um, he wasn't my favorite Republican, but but it doesn't matter. You know, uh, the this guy lived the american dream uh general powell agree with him or disagree like i said you know he 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 was an establishment guy um once he got done with the military but um but it doesn't matter the guy lived the american dream he grew up in a in a less than privileged uh area less than privileged upbringing as as the left loves to use the word privilege um you know colin powell wasn't a silver spoon kid um but he made it on his own accords uh, that's something that we used to be so proud of in this country. Uh, you make it on your own. You know, you you go out, you 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 work hard, you put your sweat equity out there, and then you reap the rewards of your sweat equity. Um, there's no government program in the world that can give you the satisfaction of self-accomplishment. And and General Colin Powell did not need any government assistance to get to where he got to to rise to the feats that he did. There was no government program or, or affirmative action that would have gotten him where he got. It was him. It was General Colin Powell that got him where he where he made it to or arose to. Um, I mean, this man was extremely smart, and he earned it. He earned it all himself, and he thrived. Even in the era of Democrat Jim Crow laws, this man didn't let that slow him down and in case you don't know general colin powell he is black and yes he was a black republican um but but even in the era of the jim crow laws it didn't slow him down it didn't slow general colin powell down he achieved and he achieved and he achieved uh this man served two tours in vietnam with distinction he advised several presidents on both sides of the aisle um made it to the top of the United States military, I mean the top, 
And then when he retired, he became uh, Secretary of State under George W. Bush. So, in fact, you know, I again, I like to recognize people for their accomplishments for what they do, not for their skin color. But since the uh, times we live in now, everything is about skin color. You know, everything to the Democrats is about skin color and the media. Um, well, I'll give you a little bit of, of information. General Colin Powell was the first black secretary of state of the United States. And it was a Republican who put him there, not a Democrat. Uh, so there's some information for you if you want to go down the road of skin color. Uh, but uh, so basically, General Colin Powell was a, was a very smart and amazing guy, achieved so much and really did live the American dream. Uh, just a very, very sharp guy who should be recognized and remembered for his smarts and his accomplishments, not for his skin color. So. So give some thoughts on, on, on General Powell. And, and, you know, thinking about Powell and what he did, what General Powell did and what he accomplished, you know, he thrived in a time of meritocracy. He thrived in a time in America, the United States, where we were proud to, to promote people on merit and, and, and reward people for them achieving things based on merit. Because that's not how it is today. That is not how it is today. We've, my goodness, folks, we've got airline companies out there who are openly saying we're not hiring the best. We're hiring based on skin color. Folks, you need to stop yourself at some point and, and go down the on point with Victor logical line. Go down the on point with Victor common sense line. If you find yourself needing open heart surgery and you get to the hospital, do you want a, the doctors to come in and go, well, today we don't have the best accredited doctor, the most experienced achieved doctor to do your surgery today. But don't worry because we've gone and plucked out this this uh, black or brown or yellow skin color doctor. We don't really know how good they are. They don't have much of a track record, but their skin color fits today's narrative. So they're going to perform your surgery. How would you feel about that? How would you feel about getting on an airplane, a 767 or an A330, packed with passengers, and you're barreling down the runway, and the captain comes on and goes, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't, I, I didn't retire from the military and join the airline. Um, I didn't graduate top of the class in the airline school, but my skin color is this color, and I'm your pilot. I'm not the best of the best, but because of my skin color, I'm in the uh, number one seat. I mean, think about it, folks. Think about it. You've got people like General Colin Powell, Clarence Thomas. Um, my goodness. Uh, I mean, <laughs> names are escaping me now, but I could go Aunt Herman Cain. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh Oh, there's a couple of authors that I can't think of right now. My goodness, I'm having a Biden moment. But um, there are so many. Look at sports figures. Let's just go to sports, uh, basketball, football, uh, baseball. Look at all the minorities who have achieved it because of their skill. Can you imagine? Let me put it this way. Maybe this is terms you'll understand. If you're a college football fan and you're being told that Admittance to college needs to be needs to be based on skin color, not merit, but on skin color. 
because in the name of diversity, we must choose people by the color of their skin and not by what they've achieved. That's the way colleges admittance is working now. Imagine if the college football team was handled that way. Folks, pull up any college football team, and you're going to see a whole lot of, uh, of black guys on the team. That, and they've earned their way there. But what if we said, well, the football team has to be diverse, and we must choose by skin color. So we need, we need more brown guys, more yellow guys, and more uh, white guys. What would happen to your football team? What would happen to your favorite college football team if they had to choose and make up that team? If the coach had to look at and, – and the recruitment guy, if they had to say, we're building a team, but we can't build it on talent. We have to build it based on skin color and affirmative action. You think your football team would be at the top? <laughs> I- I venture to say not, folks. I mean, I'm a brown dude, and I could have never made it in college football. But if we used the the standards that colleges and, and, and companies are being forced to use, if we use that to make up a football team, then you'd end up with brown guys like me who has no business being on the football field. <laughs> and I'm talking about American football. Now I can play some soccer. Um, but uh, but but you see what I'm getting at. General Colin Powell and Herman Cain and 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 Clarence Thomas and and, and lots of other figures, um, Condoleezza Rice, uh, many 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 figures out there who achieved what they achieved because of their own merit. Because they went to school and learned things, and then they went on to apply themselves, and then they found a path for themselves, and they achieved, and they achieved, and they achieved. And there was no Jim Crow law that could have held or or held Colin Powell back. There was no Jim Crow law sponsored by the Democrats that held Clarence Thomas back uh, or Walter Williams there was no no, no uh, Jim Crow that law or Democrats law that that held Walter Williams back. They all achieved things on their own. Skin color be damned. They wanted to get to a place, and they got to there. They got to that place on their own accords. And so, I want you to think. In the time that we're in now with this whole wokeism mess going on and, and, and airlines that are actually admitting that they're not hiring the best because they got to go out and hire by skin color. And then you've got a government right now that is completely non-functional because they're basing things on, on not merit, but on, on, on skin color and other things. So, <laughs> so all right, folks, we got to take our, our first break. So don't you go anywhere. We will be here right back. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. 
of the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. We are back. So I had a great listener from Georgia uh, point out that uh, isn't it illegal to to discriminate based on race? <laughs> well, if you're white, <laughs> so, I mean, I, well, let me put it this way: it's not illegal if you're keeping out the white guy or the white lady. <laughs> so, uh, now, look, I, I, I joke about it, folks, but but seriously. In this time that we are in right now with wokeism and everything going on, um, we really we should get back to a meritocracy. We should get back to where, where we are being promoted or we're going after the the brightest of the bright. Because, folks, let me tell you something: the, the white skin people don't have a a uh, a hold on smartness or or achievement. Uh, that's the that's what the big myth is of this this mess about privilege this and privilege that, folks. There are some brilliant people out there, and they're black, they're brown, they're yellow, they're all skin colors, and there's no country like the United States that that really really exemplifies this, and and for politicians to come along and try to divide the American people based on skin color, it's ridiculous. Look, folks. Go back and and do your history. There's a reason that politicians do not like the history of this country taught. Because if you go back uh, to the the 60s, uh, Jim Crow era and all those things that were being perpetrated by the Democrats, uh, it was the Democrat Party that divided people then and segregated people. And it's the Democrat Party of today that is segregating people again. Look, folks, you are being told to hate your neighbor if they're not vaccinated. The politicians in today's Democrat Party are doing the same thing that the Democrats did in the 60s, just in a different way. They were segregating people by skin color and and using Jim Crow laws and all that awful, awful things that were done back in the 60s. Well, now today they're doing the same thing. They're dividing the Americans against each other, neighbor against neighbor. Only now, it's not black versus white, or black brown versus white, or black black brown yellow versus white. Now, it's the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And and folks, the politicians don't give a rat's dairy air if the vaccine's working or or giving you the, the the total truth about it. In either way, they just want to divide you the american people we the people 
Because if we fight each other, if we fear each other, if we're using the new segregation as the vaxxed versus the unvaxxed, then we're taking our ball off the catastrophe that is Washington, D.C. Folks, everything politicians do, everything they do is by design. And that's the Democrat establishment, and that's the Republican establishment. Now, you guys know who have listened to me a long time. I will rail on the Republican establishment as well. And and we as people have got to understand we cannot allow – and why would you? Why would you allow some elected official to go to Washington and live a lavish life off your tax dollars – the, the politicians live lavish lives off of we the people. We put them there. And we allow them to act like kings and queens. We allow them to act like the elitists that they think they are. And then we allow them to, to pit us against each other. We allow an elected politician, somebody like Joe Biden, who's never worked a real job, He's been in politics for 50 years, folks. Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, you name it. These people, Sanders, they've been in politics for 30, 40, 50 years. That's a lifetime. You and I are out there struggling to try to, 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 to do the best we can in a career, to make the most we can, to do the best we can for ourselves and for our family. And then we elect these politicians who go up, who do nothing, earn nothing, make nothing, nothing. But they put out a bunch of ridiculous laws that they themselves don't follow. Just you and me, we the people have to follow. You want more examples? Folks, go look at how many politicians are gallivanting around D.C., Virginia, Chicago with no mask while telling you, you have to wear an obedience mask. This absolute, absent of any reality, absent of any intelligence mayor in Chicago, she was out at a game. Everyone was forced to wear an obedience mask in this basketball game. Everyone except her. She took a picture and she posted the picture. This dimwit mayor of Chicago uploaded the picture of her with no mask but everyone else in that stadium had the obedience mask on because of her mandate but she didn't have it on and she had the audacity to post the picture herself she doesn't care folks these politicians don't care they think they are above you and me when in reality they serve us And when we realize it and we stop fighting each other and we stop fighting, uh, oh, you're not vaxxed, I don't like you. Oh, you don't vote D, I don't like you. When we stop doing that and we come together as an American, as an American brother and American sister, and we stop letting the politicians tell us what to think and how to live, then once again, the politicians will fear us, the people, which is the way it's supposed to be. 
if you read the founding fathers and the documents, the founding documents, the Federalist Papers, go back and read the history of the United States, especially if you're not from here. If you're not from here, but you're here and you're a citizen now or you're on your way to being a citizen, then you really should go back and learn the history of this country because it's amazing and there's no other country on the planet that has done and achieved what the United States has achieved in such short time. And it's the founding of this country and the principles of this country that got us here today. It, it, it's the founding of this country and the principles of this country that are embedded in freedom and liberty that is the fabric or the glue that holds the world together. And yes, yes, the world hates it because they don't like the power that we the people in the United States have. They don't like the freedom we have and they don't like the liberty we have. But it's here, folks, and it's embedded here and it's in our blood. Um, look, my father came here as a student from Mexico, couldn't speak the language, but he learned it and he achieved He's one of the greatest Americans I think this country has. And yes, he's an American. And yes, he will tell you he's an American. Yes, he's of Mexican descent. I'm of Mexican descent. And we are of Spanish descent, my family. But we're Americans first. We're proud Americans. Because American stands for that, 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 that wonderful yearning that I think every soul has. The yearning to be free. The learning to have the yearning to have liberty, the ability to move about and enjoy freedom—that's this country. That is the United States. And to continue to allow politicians to pit us against each other, folks, we're just hurting ourselves. We're hurting ourselves, and we are creating an elitist group in these politicians who now feel that they can force burdens of laws they pass on you, but not themselves. Folks, in this country, at least <laughs> it's not supposed to be, no one is above the law, especially politicians. But yet we have a Democrat party who thinks they are above reproach. They think they're above the law. And, and there are some Republican establishments, um, people I could throw in there too. And this is the kind of stuff that we've got to put a stop to. We have to stop fighting each other, folks. You've got to stop being mad at your neighbor. You've got to be willing to come together and go, wait a minute. These politicians are using and abusing we the people. Folks, if you go back to Jefferson Hamilton, uh, go look at the writings. Go look at the writings. Franklin, go look at, look at um, Samuel Adams. Go look back at the history of this country. And, and the writings. One of the things that is clear in the, in the formation of, the, of our country, the United States, one of the things that was, was absolute front and center was the fact that the United States government should always fear the people, that the people of the United States should never fear its government. But folks, we are in a condition now where too many Americans are fearing the government, and that's got to stop. And we... We'll be right back.
Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. And folks, listen, you are tuned in to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armanderas. This is the show where you're going to get common sense, you're going to get logic, and uh, that is just that. Uh, look, I, that was my tangent, and I'm going to move on. Um, look, it, it, trust me, you will do yourself a favor by looking up the history of this country. It's amazing. It just is. It just is. It's it's great. So, um, and be proud to be here. Look, my family wouldn't be here were it not for the gracious of this wonderful country that welcomed my family with open arms. So, you know, I'm a living proof. So, all right, folks, I'm going to move on to some things. I have got to touch on, before I, I get into the, the Mexico trip and some, some awesome people I met in Mexico, um, that are now listeners to the On Point with Victor Show and America's Web Radio. I've got a. I, I have to talk a little bit about, and it's going to bring this a little local. So for all you listeners out there across the country, just bear with me. Let me tread on your attention span for a moment because I'm going to talk about Georgia and I'm going to talk about our local newspaper. Um, many of you know it as the Atlanta Journal Constitution. I know it as the Atlanta Journal Constipation, uh, but that's just me. Um, they have recently come out and felt the need, and, and, I, and we should be flattered, I think. I think we should be flattered, but they have recently felt the need to come out and attack America's Web Radio, or at least come out and disparage America's Web Radio. They're, they're accusing um, one, one or more of our shows of not telling the truth. Folks, let me tell you something about America's Web Radio and, and, and the honor it is for me to be here in this seat. Um, America's Web Radio, it, first of all, has a plethora of shows that uh, are all over the different kinds of topics cars um, talking about veterans and and doctor shows and health shows and uh, and of course the on point with Victor show and then you've got the Second Amendment show and, and uh, Rod Roger show the um, my goodness locked and loaded uh, you know we've got all kinds of different shows here but the one commonality with every show here at America's Web Radio is that we speak the truth. 
we give you facts. We give you uh, – of course, we're going to give you our commentary. Of course, we're going to give you our opinion. But that would be my show and Locked and Loaded show and maybe some others. But, but we have doctor shows where actual doctors come on and give you information that they have lived, they have breathed. they have. This is experienced doctors that come on America's Web Radio and they talk about the, 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 whether it's treatments or, or whether it's, it's upcoming treatments or drugs. It doesn't matter. But what's coming out of America's Web Radio and all of our shows is information and truth. And then you can take that information and do with it what you will. You can fact check us, double check us, whatever you want to do, you can. And on the occasion, look, I'm not perfect. No one is <laughs> except that dude in this guy. Uh, but, you know, I've had occasions where I've, I've, I've gotten something wrong and I come back on the next show and then I get it right uh, and I make the correction. And there, uh, any other show on this station would does the same thing. So for the Atlanta Journal-Constipation to come out and, and, you know, we gave out some information that got the Atlanta Journal's panties in a wad – um, and now they want to now they want to come out and say that we're giving out misinformation, that we're giving out untruths. And folks, let me tell you something: they couldn't be further from the truth. Um, if there is one thing that producer, owner, and legend David adheres to, is that we put out the truth on this station. And so, my message to the Atlanta Journal Constitution: if you want to pick on somebody and you want to come after America's Web Radio, you are welcome to come and sit in the studio with me right across from me i'll give you a mic and if you want to point out and and say that or show me untruths that we've said here on this station then we'll go through each one of them uh because if you're going to make the attack then you need to have the courage to come on and face you know like we do in our in our court system we should face the accuser so, and I am sure that any other host on this station would probably make the same offer. But uh, look, if if the Atlanta Journal wants wants a debate, then bring it on. Or as they say in today's words, "Come at me, bro, come at me." So, so anyway, I wanted to get that out of the way because uh, I am not going to stand by and allow a a paper like the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Who I've got a problem with because they don't give the respect that signed and producer Brett is going to laugh at this, but uh, the AJC doesn't give soccer the the kudos that it deserves, uh, and especially when we've got a championship team in Atlanta, Georgia, known as the Atlanta United uh, Football Club. That um, you know the Atlanta Journal rarely covers that. You know it's just it's annoying, and they don't even cover the United States men's soccer team, or maybe they touch on the women's. But uh, you know we have a national team that is in the Mist of qualifying. Soccer, really? <laughs> I'm getting yelled at Jamie by producer Brett. <laughs> so, but um, but look, we got a team here that that's in the midst of qualifying for the World Cup, and and you don't see anything in the AJC about it. So so I've got my own problems with the AJC, but I will not stand by and let the AJC dismirch or or smear America's Web Radio. I'm just not going to do it. So if the AJC has a problem, bring it on. Come at me, bro, and we can talk about it and we can debate. Uh, look, I'm not going to you know I don't want to argue or fight with anybody, but I will debate. So, uh, so that's my beef with, uh, or my message to it, the Atlanta Journal Constitution, who I know got somebody listening through Media Matters, I'm sure. So, uh, you know, reach out to me, Victor at America's Web Radio. I don't hide. Victor at America's Web Radio.com or GM at America's Web Radio.com. And 
you know the phone number. I don't have to give it out because the AJC's already called us. So, <laughs> so all right, folks. So, uh, so yes, producer Brett's yelling at me about soccer. So while while I'm on the sports thing, uh, let me give a big shout out for the Braves. Um, my goodness, the Atlanta Braves are on their way, hopefully, to the World Series. Uh, they've got to win two more games, and uh, but right now they're up two to nothing. And since I'm in Georgia and America's Web Radio, uh, we are headquartered here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, we are going to cheer on the Atlanta Braves. So good luck, Braves, out there in L.A. I think uh, they got a game this afternoon. So let's hope they get game number three under their belt Their belt this evening. So go, Braves, and uh, let's go, Brandon. So, <laughs> all right, folks. So let me move on a little bit. So last week I was in Mexico. And uh, I got to tell you, folks, it is amazing, amazing, amazing to to speak to some people in Mexico. So I went to a um, a what would be considered a flea market. Uh, you know, in Mexico, throughout the country of Mexico, there are lots of uh, markets that go on. They they are basically the best way I can describe it is a flea market. They will take a corner of the street, they will take a whole block, and they will put up uh, tents and booths and products of all, everything from food. Food to fruit, well, that could be food too. Um, to um, restaurants, to well, I guess that's food too. Um, but to to any kind of product, clothing, shoes, souvenirs, trinkets, um, crafts, you know, arts and crafts, you name it, and and it'll go up in these markets. And I went to, I love them, I love them. So I went to visit a, a market in Mexico last week, and. And I was walking through. Now I happened to be uh, with a friend of mine who had a um, a backpack, and I carry a backpack, and they they are of the tactical uh, military backpack issued type backpacks, and so it wasn't hard for some of these the workers the people in mexico these workers that were were working their booths to to recognize that we were americans and they were quick to to uh, to start talking politics it was hilarious so i'll give you one example i had this guy this um probably middle-aged mexican guy who had a, a couple of booths selling uh trinkets and arts crafty things and uh anything he could make he was selling and he pulled me aside and he goes, "Oh, you're American." And I went, "Yes." And he said, "Well, you're um, so you you live in the United States." And I said, "Yeah, absolutely." And then he said, he looked at me. He, this is this is amazing, folks. And let, let, let me tell you, I did not prompt him. I did not go barreling through here uh, through the market telling them who I was or anything. In fact, I speak the language. I am a Mexican citizen as well as a United States citizen. So I fit, and I'm short. So I fit in really well in this marketplace. But the guy pulled me aside and he goes, "You live in America?" I go, "Yes." And he goes, "In the states?" And, and I said, "Yeah, I live in Georgia." And he and he looks at me and he pauses and he goes. Can you please explain to me why you got rid of President Trump? Now, I am not making this up. This is what this local Mexican who was working his booth, this guy is not a rich guy. Um, anyone who knows Mexico knows there's a ton of poverty. And if you've been to these flea markets, they're usually the not-so-affluent people who are just trying to sell whatever they can make. So they can sell it and make whatever money they can make so they can put food on their table and clothe their kids. And uh, this guy, he just looked right at me and he goes, why did you guys get rid of President Trump? And I looked at him and I said, well, I said, okay, uh, I, 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 I'm going to bite. 
are you being facetious? You know, go ahead, give it to me. I can take it. And he goes, no, no, I'm being serious. He goes, look, don't don't misunderstand me. He goes, if you go throughout Mexico and you ask the Mexican people about Donald Trump, they're going to look at you and go, oh, he's loco, muy loco. You know, they, they will say he's crazy. But they will then say, but we miss him and we want him, wanted him to stay president. He was one of the best presidents you guys have had, at least in recent times. And I looked at him and I went, well, okay, so he's crazy, but he's a good president. He goes, well, yes. He goes, it's very funny. The Mexican people and, and other people throughout, you know, Spanish speaking, whether Central America or South America, he said the people recognized what good Donald Trump did. They do think he was a crazy man, but he they thought he was a crazy man because he didn't act like a politician. They thought he was a crazy man because he would say things. I mean, look, Donald Trump couldn't hide anything. He didn't wear anything on his sleeve. If it came popped in his mind, he spoke it. And so this is what this Mexican guy was explaining to me. And he said, you have to understand, your President Trump came to Mexico and told the President of Mexico, you find a way to pay your workers more. You find a way to lift the economy up and pay people more. Or I, President Trump, am going to pull all the business that we do with Mexico out, and we're going to go give it somewhere else. And the president of Mexico responded, see, this, folks, this is stuff you will never hear on CNN. You're not going to hear on MSNBC. You're not going to hear on ABC, NBC, CBS. You're not going to hear it on NPR. You're not going to hear it on PBS. You're not going to hear it anywhere. But this is the truth. This, this is what I experienced in Mexico last week with people telling me these things. And then this guy went on. He goes, he said, we, the poor people here in Mexico, we're making more money under Donald Trump. We had wages go up like we've never seen them go up because Donald Trump faced the Mexican president and said, we're going to pull the business of the United States if you don't start taking care of your people. If you don't start doing policies that help your country and help your people earn more money. And by golly, folks, for the last three years before Biden came into office, when Trump was there, the wages in Mexico were going up. So not only was he making America great again, he was making Mexico great again. And and you can laugh, and I know I've got Democrat listeners right now who are absolutely, I think I can hear the door slamming on their safe space right now and their cry closets because of what I'm telling you. But, folks, I am not making any of this up. And, in fact, it's verifiable. You know, there are reports out there. You've got to really dig for them. But there are reports out there, and and a lot of times you've got to get the Mexican media to get some of these news stories of how President Trump and President Obrador of Mexico, how President Trump told him, hey, you've got to do better by your people. Now, folks... I don't care what you think about Donald Trump, but Obama didn't do that. Biden's not doing that. Um, I don't even think George Bush did that or the Bush before him or Clinton. And that's what matters the most. You know, the, the bo- we have a border problem, and that border problem could be fixed, but we've got politicians here that don't, that don't want to fix it. And that's another reason that they hated President Trump. Because Trump didn't get to Washington. He wasn't of the Washington ilk. President Trump, you know, this is what cracks me up. 
So many people out there across the, this country and in the media want to blame the guy who was in Washington for four years. They want to blame him for everything. They want to say that there's systemic racism in in, in uh, this country, and they want to say that our laws are systemic racist and that um, there's all this mess about systemic problems. But then they want to blame the guy that's, that was there for four years and not the people that were there for 30, 40, and 50 years making those laws. It's just ridiculous. So, all right, folks, we've got to take another break. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to the On Point with Victor Show. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. And welcome back, folks. Hey, listen, uh, I got to mention for a second, uh, Campus Cafe in Johns Creek. If you're in Georgia, and again, I'm going to get a little local here. Um, if you are in Georgia, in the Atlanta area, Alpharetta area, Roswell area, Marietta area, um, Decatur, Brookhaven, Chamblee, any of those areas, um, take a drive out to Johns Creek uh, to the Campus Cafe. Uh, this place has one of the best cheesesteak sandwiches you can possibly get maybe in the south um but campus uh, cafe john's creek go give it a try folks um you're gonna love it so it is located off of medlock bridge road so if you take uh, peachtree industrial north make a left on medlock bridge you're gonna see it right there i believe on your left across from the john's creek high school right around that area so look it up folks you're gonna love it uh, okay so and you know if you know me uh I, i'll eat i'll try a cheese steak whoever no matter who makes it uh but uh john's creek's cafe so go go give it a try um or i should say campus cafe <laughs> so um but all right folks i also want to um give a shout out to a new listener uh, now folks you guys know and, and i i'm gonna send producer brett off to another tantrum um but i play a lot of soccer that's my sport i am all of five foot three and i don't think i could play another sport <laughs> so and golf is too too slow for me um 
but uh, but I play a lot of soccer, and I have an awesome team, and and uh, we play on uh, Tuesday nights, and uh, so I wanted to give a shout out because a lot of them are tuning in right now, or a few of them are, and, and uh, I've got a new listener, uh, Darylin, who is uh, tuned in right now. So, uh, big shout out to the Black Sheep soccer team. Yes, our team is called Black Sheep because well, we're the Black Sheep of the league, and uh, there's some wonderful, wonderful people. And you know, let me use this as an example, folks. You know, I talk about how we need to stop hating our neighbor, stop being mad at people because they don't agree with you. Um, my soccer team is a prime example. Um, we have people on the team that are conservative, libertarian, uh, some of them that are Democrats, some of them that are Democrat sycophants that, yeah, you know what, I'm hoping to bring them around at some point. <laughs> but but we have all different types of beliefs, all different kinds of background Um you know, and we all get along. These are some of the most wonderful people I've met. Um, I have such great friends that I've met on this team, and uh, and that's that's Karen, that's Luce, that's Gabby, that's um, even the white guys, Matt and Roger, <laughs> uh, Joaquin. I, all of you guys, you're wonderful, and it is an absolute privilege to play soccer with them, folks. And and my message there is. We can stand together as Americans. We may not agree on every issue, and you're never going to agree with everybody on everything. But we have power in numbers and standing together, and we should stand together to make this country a better place for all Americans. And that's where we need to come together on some on, on unity and stop letting politicians like Biden and Schumer and Pelosi and Graham and McConnell and stop letting these politicians come up with issues that divide us. We really, really need to put our attention back on these elected officials and throwing them out of office instead of putting our attention on who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated. Because, folks, you're you're going down a rabbit hole of fear porn that you don't need to be fearing. Um, the media and the Democrat Party and the establishment Republicans love fear porn because they think they can get your attention and make you do things if they get you to fear enough. And folks, they have the history of the world on their side. If you look at the history of, of Eastern Europe and, and, well, all of Europe and, and Asia and, and just all over the country, if you look at the history... Um, leaders who were able to put out the most fear in their people are the leaders that became the biggest despots, the biggest tyrannic, tyrannic, tyrannical, <laughs> tyrannical, tyrannical. <laughs> uh, they, they became the biggest authoritarian leaders um, throughout the history of this country. Uh, they use fear, and you've got a party right now in the Democrats who are trying. Folks, look. Okay, let me give you another example. Dr. Fauci, who I don't know why anyone listens to this guy. Uh, He's a government hack. Nothing more, nothing less. He's a government hack. And this guy, three months ago or so, when football started, was going around on every channel that would have him and every camera that would have him and every magazine that would put him on the cover. And he was going around telling you and me that you've got to be scared, you've got to be fear, because these football games, these college students are going to put COVID into everybody. They're going to spread it like wildfire. 
he was on TV over and over saying that these football games, oh, you you got to stop doing I'm very troubled. I'm very troubled by these college kids going and packing a stadium because they're going to spread COVID. It's going to be a COVID spread party, and we're never going to get rid of COVID. Folks, here we are, three or four months forward, and not only were there zero COVID outbreaks at any college game, if you look at, let's just take Florida, for example, um, down in Gainesville, COVID cases are down over 64%. Down. They have packed that stadium with 90,000 people, I think, every weekend. And the COVID cases are down 64%. But you're not going to hear that on CNN. You're not going to hear that on ABC, NBC, PBS. You're just not going to hear it. And you're not going to hear Biden say it. You're going to hear Biden come on and tell you that the world is falling. Because they got, they must keep you in a perpetual state of fear so they can continue to control your lives. And, and that's just, I'm not making any of this up. You can go look it up yourself. But, but, but Fauci, who was telling you and me and, and everyone that would listen to him that COVID was going to run rampant because of a football game, not because of the Democrats rioting in the streets of Washington, not because of the Democrats rioting in D.C. or the Democrats running around um, looting and burning things down in, in Spokane, Washington, or, or uh, Portland. No, not because of that. No, no, nope. You never heard Fauci say anything about COVID spreading there. Only at biker rallies or football games. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen, folks. We are months past Sturges, and there was no COVID outbreak. And now we're into well into the football season of college football and NFL, and there's no COVID outbreak. And, in fact, if you look at some of the southern states, 64-plus percent down in cases and continuing to fall. And But you've got Fauci and the Democrats and the rest of the media trying to keep you in perpetual fear. And you need to ask yourself why. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Folks, if you're out there wearing an obedience mask, there's no reason right now to wear an obedience mask. None whatsoever. In the beginning of the pandemic, yeah, maybe mask wearing was a good thing to do. In fact, studies are showing that it might might have cut down transmission up to 10%. And at that time in the beginning of the, of the, beginning of the pandemic, 10% was a lot. But right now, we're not in a pandemic anymore. We're, we're, we're in an endemic. And the reason for that is it's not this COVID-19 is going to basically be a flu that is going to be around every season. And now we've got therapeutics and we've got vaccines. And look, folks, the vaccines aren't foolproof. And this is another question you need to ask yourself. Why does the media and Biden continuing to lie to we the people that, oh, you just need to get vaccinated and you'll be safe? Folks, General Colin Powell was double vaccinated. And he still died with complications. Now, look, it's not the vaccine's fault. He he was going through a lot. Maybe you don't know, but he was going through cancer treatment as well as, I believe, Parkinson's, Parkinson's treatment. And the cancer treatment that he had, he had an awful rare blood cancer. And the treatment of that blood cancer basically uh, just crushes your immune system. So there's no vaccine in the world that was going to help General Powell. But my point is... 
you've got Biden and Fauci and the rest of these bozos out there telling you every day that vaccine, 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 vaccine. And they don't want to give any attention to herd immunity or, or natural acquired immunity. And folks, there's another, there are 81 plus studies out there that show the same thing. Natural immunity, natural acquired immunity is giving you the same protection as double vaccination. Vaccination. Um, if you had COVID and you recovered, you are protected. And it is your choice. You can go get the vaccine if you want or don't get the vaccine. But the data and the science is showing that if you have acquired immunity, you do not need the vaccine because you have just as much protection as the vaccine as someone who's double vaccinated. In fact, you have a 71% less likely that you're going to catch COVID again if you had COVID. That's just as good as somebody who's double vaccinated. And now we've got um, vaccinated people that are in doctor's offices and in hospitals all over the country with COVID. So the vaccine is not going to stop you from getting COVID. Now, the vaccine does help, folks. And, and I will be the first to tell you that if you can, if you want to get vaccinated, do it. Um, if you're elderly, you should get vaccinated. You know, the, the, the prime example that General Powell, that we just saw with General Powell, is he was he had all the boxes checked, unfortunately, the bad boxes. He was 80-something years old, and he had prior conditions. He was 84 years old, and he had existing conditions. And those are things that COVID-19 just really, really runs rampant on. Um, the other one there, and, and this was not General Powell, but the other one is obese. Now, you can be young and obese, and that's going to put you in a high-risk area for COVID-19 complications. So if you're obese, go get vaccinated. If you're slightly overweight, go get vaccinated. Protect yourself. But the vaccines are not going to stop you from getting the virus. And and we're at a point now where we can handle it. We've got therapeutics. We've got experience. We've got data. We've got science. But the fact that you've got a political party out there that's trying to continue to hit you with fear porn because they want you to stay in compliance and they want to continue to use emergency powers of which they have no real, real uh, right to use. You know, the Constitution doesn't go away just because of a pandemic. And that's what we need to remember. Um, so we need to bring these politicians back in check and we need to stop. Look, folks, we are the United States of America. We have been through worse and we cannot live through fear. Let me say this again. We are Americans. We should not live in fear. And we have freedom and liberty on our side. We have a constitution on our side. And we need to start throwing these career politicians out of office and stop letting them come up and invent powers that, that they don't have to force you into compliance. All right, folks, that is all we've got time for today. We're going to have to bring the show to a close, but stay tuned because up next is Locked and Loaded with Roger B. Everything you needed to know about guns, guns, and more guns in the Second Amendment, that's coming up with Roger B. Folks, you guys have a great week. We'll be back next week. Uh, have a great week. <laughs> Goodbye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.